Welcome to the Your Mom Has a Blog podcast. I'm Chad Edgington. And I'm Melissa Edgington. We want to say thank you for tuning in to this momentous program. Number, let's say it together, number 30. 30. 30. This is the 30. You know, I remember when this podcast started and people thought it'll never make it. Here we are. Here we are. They said the same thing when we got married. You know what? This podcast started one year ago this week. Is that right? Yes. How do you know that? Because it showed up on my... Uh, oh, your memories? On this day on oh, Facebook. Oh, yeah. You know, I didn't have that for a long time. And then in the last few couple of weeks, memories started showing up on my Facebook. It's the best. I don't know. All kinds I, of things you forgot about. I don't like it. I don't like it. The reason I don't like it is... People now, it seems like everybody has Facebook memories and they're reposting them. And so like, you know, someone had a baby three years ago. And oh, then it's confusing It you. confuses me because yes. you have to look at the dates. Yes. And that requires reading and thinking. <laughs> and it's really early in the morning. I'm like, oh my gosh, you had another baby. That's amazing. I didn't even know they're <laughs> pregnant. Gosh, do they know we're, 30, we're like 42, 39? <laughs> Don't they know that we, you, you, we need to give up the, the baby making? So then you say congratulations, and they say you idiot. Yes. That kid's three years old. Or I keep I keep seeing you know the other one is I keep seeing Don Knotts is dead. <laughs> like, man, Barney Barney Five's been dead for a long time, y'all. But he keeps dying on Facebook, and people get all worked up about it. It's like he was so great. Anyway, well we've got a treat. I mean, folks, we decided to have the second most popular guest. <laughs> The blog has had um, podcast. The I mean the the podcast has had two guests, and we're bringing back on, uh, not even because of popular demand, <laughs> but basically just because he was awake right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's give him a round of applause. Welcome to the show, Jackson Chang. <laughs> Hello, Jackson. Are you still there? Hey, yeah. Just two more, just two bottles of Perrier, please. Okay. Yeah, just ice. And he's he's offended. He's offended. His feelings are Hi. hurt. Yeah. So How's Jack, it going? good. We we wanted to have you back on. Um, you were you you've been the second most popular guest on the podcast, next to um, what's her, Amber, what, Coke. Amber Coke, who does the uh, noonday collection. collection. And so Jackson is not selling anything. Uh, just, you know, he's just a wonderful individual that I've known since high school. Or actually, I probably, I've known who Jackson was since maybe sixth grade, right? Spring Garden? Yeah, since elementary school. Elementary school. And uh, so Jackson's a lifelong friend and uh, wanted to have him back on to celebrate our 30th podcast. And uh, so we were trying to trying to think of some things. Um Jackson is married to Heather, and mm-hmm. Jackson, t- tell us about your family. Um, Heather and I met in two thousand. I didn't. Uh, I didn't no, want to know sorry, that. No, I didn't. No. I was thinking more like, tell me how many kids you have. No, I want to hear the whole. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Well, he, and, uh, Melissa wants to hear the yeah. story because it's a really good yeah, story. It, 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 re- it relates to you guys. We met in ninety nine. Her side of story is we met at Spaghetti Warehouse. My side story was we met at a 
Tex-Mex restaurant, restaurant in Fort Worth. And, um, Did you say Tex-Mex? We, uh, it broke up. You said right. Tex-Mex? Okay. Yeah, Tex-Mex. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, her claim is she fell in love with me the moment she saw me. And my claim is I liked her a lot when I saw her, but I, I was already attached to someone at that point, so I couldn't you know, show any feelings. And um, then we just became friends, and then she came to Christ, and then I stopped liking her completely. Really? <laughs> no, nothing turns a guy yeah. off like a Christian woman. <laughs> yeah. I think it was the right – I just wasn't mature enough, obviously. Um, and then uh, I uh, I came around to her later on, and God kind of woke me up from my, from my slumber, and Melissa and Chad were instrumental in kicking me in the pants oh, yeah. to tell me what's wrong with you. Because we really liked and, her. Um, yeah, yeah. So we've been married since 2005, and we have two boys, a five-year-old and a girl. And life is fun. Hold on, hold on. at this age. Hold on, I messed something up. Uh-oh. Okay, is that better? I was trying. I was trying to turn hey, you was, up. I was trying to turn. The same. Yeah, I was trying to turn you up a little bit and messed up. Okay, now I think yeah. we're good. I can be louder. Yeah. No, no, you're good. Sorry, you're, I'm in the you're office fine. room. You're fine. So, two boys' names. Hudson is eight, and Benjamin is five. All right. And we discovered in the last maybe three months that Benjamin has got soul in him. I mean, he will dance when there's a beat on. So. So you got it's one one taken one one's taken after you. Is that remember that, <laughs> remember that video you made where you were just dancing everywhere? Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, that was for Heather. Where where is, made a is dancing video for Heather? Is that anywhere on the internet it's, right now? It is on the interwebs. Okay, where do you find that? It's a thing called YouTube. Okay. Um, and is that like an app? <laughs> is that is that one I of think these? It's actually referred to. Yeah, it's the YouTube is what okay. it's called. And, it, the and it's just a basic app that I can get on my iPhones? Um, yes. It's an app that you put over your flip phone. Okay. Uh, it takes pictures and it lets you text message people. Sweet. Is it, is it going to be an HD? No. no okay. It's high tech. <laughs> so what, what, what do I search for on the YouTube? To see this video, um, I don't know if I'm going to broadcast that to the World Wide Web right now. If <laughs> Melissa's Melissa's audience is distinguished, I mean, she's got other pastors and pastors' wives. And are you worried this is going to sully the podcast? <laughs> it's a good. Is yeah, it, maybe. Are you dancing dirty? Because I thought it was a good. I thought you were doing some good dancing. No. Yeah, it's no, sweet. My, my dances are all clean. It's wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I think if you look up my name, okay, and um, I hear you typing code name. Okay, code yeah, name. I type fast. Code name. Oh wait, no, that's not it. Find us a little Mexican. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's where it is. Maybe that's why we shouldn't have said on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. See, told you. <laughs> <laughs> did you find uh, it? Yeah. So, um, yes, I did find it. Okay. I think it's entitled "65 People Watched It Nine Years Ago." Really? It's uh, entitled Dan- "Dancing Jackson." Dancing Jackson. We're about to get yeah. that thing some hits, buddy. 
Everybody, right now, go look up Dancing Jackson on YouTube. It will make your day. I'll post a link to it. Yep. And, or Melissa You'll find will. a bunch of uh, Jackson 5 videos instead if you look up Dancing Jackson, which oh. is good because they're better dancers. I'll, we'll, we'll post a link to it. <laughs> yeah, they work good. We'll though. find it for everybody. Okay. So, Jackson, uh, welcome again to the show. And uh, Jackson had a good idea that for the 30th show, we could all say what we were doing when we turned 30. Just like the podcast has actually, um, the podcast has actually turned one, apparently based on Facebook memories. But it's the thirtieth episode, so Melissa, what were you doing when you turned thirty? When I turned thirty, I was making a monumental decision of my life. I was deciding to start a blog. Ooh! And the first blog I started was called "The Thrill of the Thirties." Yeah, I remember it. Yeah. And is that did that morph into your mom has a blog or did you do like most women do when they start a blog and do it for a few months and quit? Um it was one of those things where I wrote for about 2 months and then our computer died. Oh. And then it was like a, a year. <laughs> then it was like a year I didn't write anything. Yeah. And then you fixed our computer miraculously. You had the lost year. The lost year. Okay. And Nobody then, knows what happened in our lives in that year. Where is that blog still up somewhere? Thrill of the 30s? I don't know. I'll have to look. I'm going to write that down to look it up. Thrill of the 30s. Surely it's somewhere. I don't know. So you were What were you doing when you turned 30? Okay, so how old would I have been then? 30. <laughs> <laughs> See how it works, Jackson? I just try to make her laugh. That's that's yeah, really what our right. love has been. It's been about just he makes me laugh. <laughs> he he that's makes brilliant. He makes me smile. And <laughs> I love him. Feel good inside. I know he's not much to look at. (laughs) He's a little squishy. (laughs) He looks a little bit too much like Rick Moranis. (laughs) That is a problem. But he makes me laugh. Smile. <laughs> when I was 30, I'm trying to think what was going one on. One of our what? children was born. You're 30 years older than one right, of the so kids. So 2005. Okay, now I'm, you know, help put the year. 2004, having, right? No, no, 2000. I was born in 75. I was born January 20, oh, 75. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So that, that means everybody else that's my age is born in 74. But I was like 20 days into the yeah. next year. You know, when the president was being inaugurated. That's what happens on January 20th, every four years. It's a great birthday to have. Anyway, so uh, when I turned 30, uh, we had just had a baby on the second. Our first baby. Our first baby, Adelaide, the original baby of the Edgington group. So uh, we had uh, Adelaide. So that was an exciting time, be a new dad. And you had gone on a diet. Do you remember that? Because you were like, I don't want her to look back at pictures of the day she was born and have a fat dad. And it's, and I was when I, when I look back at the pictures, I look a little squishy. <laughs> <laughs> Who've never seen Rick Moranis happier. <laughs> Honey, I made a kid. Get it? See what I did there? Honey, I made Honey, a kid. Honey, I made a kid. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah so. That's good. Get it, Jackson? I did. I get it. He just didn't think it was funny. Jackson, what were you doing when you were 30? Um, That's the year that we had a lot of fun, Chad. You and I and Jerry and David played a lot of uh, music. 
with the Foxy Moron. Oh yeah, that was a, um, a Foxy Moron year. Yeah, we went to Nashville. Yeah, I remember that. To visit you guys, mm-hmm. or wait, no, you. We all met there. David's yeah. still there. Yeah, David was there. We drove up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Viking drove down from. That's New York. right. That was a great. That was a great time. Yeah, we had some friends that because Jackson had a blog, right? I did have a blog, yes. I didn't mean to bring about that. I didn't mean to go that direction, Melissa. Your blog's way more important than mine. Mine well, is definitely defined so, now. But, but Jackson's blog had... Jackson's blog was more of a community. It was like he had maybe five people that read it, but we read it every day, right? Maybe ten, maybe even well, as many as I, ten. I like to define it as a community of slackers because even though it was a community of like ten initially... I had international people that I've never even met. People um, in Germany and Japan, and some girl came down from Minnesota once for a Foxy Warren show. Because of God Made Fried Chicken? So, that was the name of the blog. That's right. God Made that's Fried right. Chicken, and it was fun. And we were on there like every day, and the comment boxes would go forever, right? Just, it was just like the <laughs> yeah. place you went to see what your friends were doing was God Made Fried Chicken. All these friends all over yeah. the country. It was nuts. Yeah, that was a good year. Oh, and that's your. That was uh, kind of around. I got ready to get married. Yeah, and that was kind of the end of God Made Fried Chicken, I, I guess, huh? You, you shut it down shortly after that, but that was fun. <clears throat> so that's what we were doing. I wonder what what our listeners were doing when they turned thirty. I wonder. You know. I don't know. Maybe they're not thirty yet. Yeah, maybe they're not thirty yet, or maybe they just can't remember. It is hard to remember. So that's awesome. So happy um, 30th podcast, Melissa. Thanks. You've done a, happy 30th podcast. You've done a great job with your blog and your podcast. You know, Jackson, we've had listeners in every state but Alaska. In that's Hawaii. pretty phenomenal. And Hawaii? No, just Alaska. Yeah, so no one, in, no one in Alaska has ever listened to this podcast. But they might have now because when I, I checked, mention that. I look at it every day. Oh, you do? And, You're still and people waiting? Were, people were telling their Alaskan friends, like, what? Listen to this. You won't regret it. And they, they didn't. They were like, oh, they no, didn't I'm listen. I'm going to listen to that. <laughs> like, Alaskans are just. They've got the great outdoors. Yeah, they don't need. They don't we need this. need one around. Alaskan. It's just probably one. not. When it gets cold, they'll start listening. Isn't but, it cold right now? I don't, I don't know. It's probably cold there all the time. So we've got uh, what we did when we turned 30. <clears throat> and Jackson, we were going to do a, uh, since you're our special guest, uh, Melissa, what, you want to um, introduce the next section of the podcast? Okay. So Jackson, you were telling us that some interesting things have been happening that God has been doing in your life lately that might have been inspired by something you heard on the podcast. Yeah. First off, Jackson, why don't you first tell? Of all, them, first of all, why don't you tell them what you don't like about the podcast? I just want to get this. Well, out. No, I want not, to get this out there because I'm I'm paranoid right now with you on it. You know, because I'm talking people, so much. The people out there have to know that I've known you for a long time, so I get to be critical of you, right? Oh yeah. It's kind of like um, a sibling or a, or a spouse or whatever. So <laughs> I, I do I do it out of love. Chad, doggone it. Chad makes me you're, laugh. You're always, <laughs> you do, uh, you're always fiddling with the with the audio, and you're always um, um, fiddling, you're just fiddling in the audio. But that's fine, you make you make a good quality product, that's all that matters. Thank you. Uh, 
<laughs> I do what I do love about the podcast really uh, in sincerity is that you and Melissa have a lot of fun doing things together in life and it comes through in your podcast and that's pretty fun for everyone else to see I think thank that's you cool. but you still think I talk too much right uh, you know but you know I'm sure I'm sure that's just a uh, snippet of what happens in real life too right <laughs> You make Melissa laugh. But, um, <laughs> in, all, in all fairness, everybody thinks Chad talks too much. <laughs> That's right. I mean, you don't that's get to true. be a preacher by being the guy that doesn't talk much. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and, and I mean, um, there's I do silence. To... You got to got to say something, or, or people. It's yeah. nothing to listen to, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Can't, you can't have dead air. I understand. No, no dead air. Well, I will say that um, before I start my stories, um, this is this is my second time on your wonderful podcast, Melissa, and so um, you guys know me well enough uh, in real life. But I promise to your audience that I am not um, the version. The podcast version of me is not the, always the real version of me. So this <laughs> story and the other stories I told don't represent me fully, um, but. You guys have been talking this year how you've been asking. Um, Wait a minute, I, I, you, need to, you need to clarify that. What? So what do you what, no, do, you, do, what do you what do you mean that? You, like, who, well, it's kind of like this. Listen, is my mis- phase, listen, you know? Mister. Who who are you? Who are you? <laughs> is this really Jackson? Is this an imposter? Uh, yes. Is this Edward yes. Snowden? No. Okay, so no, what do you, no, so say really... that again. This is a what phase? I'm just putting my best foot forward, and so I don't hope people don't think oh. that this is who I always am, or you know gotcha. that I'm trying to make myself sound perfect all the time. Gotcha. That's all. I just got stories to tell, and they happen to be really good stories based off of things that you guys inspired me through. Oh, are you talking about how you bragged about how you danced with Heather in the last podcast, and we were all really yes. impressed? Oh, yes. yes. And now you're about to talk about how yeah, spiritual you are. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, and tomorrow I'll talk about how I planted four trees. <laughs> um, so I, I don't want people to think I'm you know, disillusional that I'm all that. I just... I want to get that disclaimer. All right. We appreciate that. Although we all yeah, know that you're pretty much the best person that we all know. So go ahead. Oh, thanks. thanks. I, don't, I don't think that. Well, so you guys have been praying <laughs> that, uh, that God opens up, uh, keeps you open to what he's doing. Open. And you guys seem some really cool things happen in small and big ways. And um, when I hear those things, um, just like any other time you talk to other people, people who talk about God working their lives it always you know makes you tear up or touch your heart knowing that God's working in, in, in cool ways so I started doing that um, but my phrase is a little I guess I've been asking for God just to, to use me in ways that, um, that I wouldn't normally think I could use and he's just done just interesting things small things and big things I think but truly got things because I think the way God works in my life and I don't know if it's true with you guys, but I just feel like I have small faith in several areas of my life. And he just kind of like, just like a, a loving father says to his you know, four-year-old son trying to ride a, a bike about training wheels for the first time. He's like, well, I'll hold you and I'll give you little steps and don't worry, I'm still here. And um, once you're ready, I'll, I'll still hold you. And when you're ready, when you're really ready, I'll let you go. And um, so I feel like that's what God's been doing. And um, just for the last three weeks, I've met some incredible believers um, 
in the entrepreneurial world and in the um, they're doing business as a mission and just their stories have really inspired me and as I've been praying this I've actually met people from I actually had a grocery store moment as well where I got to talk to a gentleman uh, at a grocery store and uh, he was a believer but I got to pray with them because I could tell he was wanting to share and he was an older gentleman so it's really neat how um, I got to do that for my kids because I've been praying that I've been a be able to do some type of outwardly um, non-churchy things mm -hmm. in public uh, with my kids so that you see I'm not just looking to go to church to, to do religious things but actually live out my faith in, in, in everyday aspects of life mm. and then another similar thing recently I got to talk to a, um, a factory in China that I'm working with and trying to work on a project and frustrated with the communication barriers and things lost translation and once you know it we're on Skype and we're sharing a screen together mm -hmm. and I was like this is what an Israelite looks like or this is what like what a Jewish shepherd looks like and it occurred to me I was like she doesn't know what a Jewish person is or maybe uh, what a Jewish person looks like you know back right. in the day and and then I start explaining the story of Jesus like have you heard about the story of Jesus um, I'm, I'm talking to her in English by the way I I speak a little Chinese here, but not much. And, um, and she understands English. And she said, yeah, I heard about Jesus back in college. Huh. So so I start telling her about Jesus. And then I go to Four Spiritual Laws website, which has the gospel in Chinese. And so I start going through the, um, the gospel presentation with her uh, just for like three minutes because she got tired of it, I think, after three minutes. Um, but we got through like John 3.16, John 10.10. 10. It was so cool because to me, again, those are small incremental steps I feel like God is bringing me through to say, this is the kind of stuff I want you to do more of. When, when you make yourself available and you, you surrender in these small ways, um, I'm already doing things. So just right. come along. Yeah. So you guys inspired me. Once again, thank you. You're welcome. That's awesome. Not only are we responsible for your marriage, but also for a little bit of your spiritual well-being. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Makes yep. me feel better. Yep. Every no, that's good. Everything, we'll everything God good comes from you guys. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> but it is good. It's good. You know, there's 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 too much of life lived. I'm afraid for a Christian. There's too much of life lived where you, um, you know, to give an illustration from a book that Brother Jimmy wrote a long time ago. That's our pa that was our pa Jackson's pastor and my pastor. Um, Brother Jimmy wrote a book. We talked about how at six. Have we talked about this in the podcast? The big slide at Six Flags. We've 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 mentioned oh, it before. I don't know. I don't know if we had. <clears throat> there was a big. There used to be this big slide at Six Flags over Texas that came off the oil derrick. You know the big orange tower. You know what I'm talking about, Jackson. Is he still mm. here? He doesn't know. Okay. Vaguely. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Well, the the oil derrick, but this, there was a big slide. I guess before we were born. That was that was you could go up on the second or third level of it and go off this big slide. And Brother Jimmy said he would get up there with his kids and they'd start to go down the slide and you would see if it's so tall and, and it's scary and you, you would just want to put your hands out on the side and stop yourself. And then you'd just be hanging there between the top of the slide and then, you know, afraid to go down the rest of the way. And I think you can use that illustration in a lot of different ways, but I think some people when they think about the Christian life, a lot of us have said, okay, I'm willing to do this. I want to follow Christ. I want to be a disciple. God's changed my heart, and I know I need to follow him. 
And then we get out, you know, it's like we go down the slide. We're saying, yes, we're making that commitment to go down the slide. And then you see, wait a minute, this, I'm, I'm not sure exactly how this is going to go. And some people just sort of stop. And, and they're, they've intended to go all the way with Christ, but they stop before they really get going. And they just freeze. And I think there's a lot of Christians that are just frozen in a, a real weak, a weak discipleship mode. And they're missing out on all the blessings of truly following Christ that only come with surrender and saying, okay, what, you lead me, you take me, you guide me, you direct me. As long as we're trying to steer the boat, you don't get those weird, fun, blessing, grocery store moments, you know, where you see God working mm-hmm. all around you, you, just, you never notice them. So I think that's, if we could encourage people, I think that would be the encouragement to say, hey, just go. Go all the way. Don't don't stop. You know, following Christ is the right thing. And how much of our lives have we spent, uh, sort of, halfway following and halfway trying to do our own thing? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, our pastor actually this Sunday talked about that, where you know we trust God in the big things like salvation. Mm-hmm. We know there's hope after after this life. But then when it comes to day to day, how do we surrender and die to ourselves? We're like, no, 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 God, I, I've got this. I don't, I don't need you, but in here, <laughs> you stay out. Um, and that's just our lack of faith. Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> Chad, but you know, I, I really <laughs> is Chad falling over? <laughs> no, he's just staring at me to show me what it's like when he doesn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank goodness you're here, yeah. Jackson. <laughs> hey, I'm like I'll, I'll I looked. I looked at Melissa Chad while you were talking. While you were talking, I pointed to, at her, and then I did my um, I did my hands like this, like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did, you know, you know, like you, how you make your hand a puppet, like talky talky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I pointed yep, at her and I made talk. the talky talky hand, and then she says, "Yeah, <laughs> good stuff." <laughs> <laughs> That's why you well, got to ask a question. Um, you got to say like, yeah. yeah, so this or that. I don't know. I don't know what I would have said in the moment, but. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a question from a, from a layman's you know, point of view to a pastorship point of view, pastor's wife and pastor. Mm-hmm. How do you guys help people, normal people like me? Through that, uh, through that, that barrier in faith. Oh, following. What do you, what do you suggest? Mm-hmm. And surrendering. Huh. I don't know. I mean, that's that's a good question. Do you have anything? Uh, I mean, I I think it just it takes a lot of. I mean, I I really hate this term, but I'm gonna say it. Okay. You've got to do life together. <laughs> I mean, I think it takes. I think it takes a lot of just doing life together. I, I don't like that phrase, doing life together. Yeah. But um, we're really into doing. We're just really committed to doing life together, whatever that looks like. But I think it takes. It takes a lot of doing life. It takes a lot of face to face time. Life doing. I mean, just like we're doing right now, except we're not exactly face to face. But you know talking through things and discussing our struggles and 
I think doing that, that's why people need the church. You know, we talked mm. about that in the last podcast. You, you, you may think you don't need the church, but you do. It's so essential Gotta to your growth as a Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, my theory, Jackson, short putts. Have I told you that before? <clears throat> so Short what? Short putts. Short putts. Mm. So if you want, no. if you want yeah, to, tell me about if it. you want to learn to play golf, it's it's really hard to learn to play golf uh, if you just were starting at the tee box. So a, a place a lot of people have their first exposure to golf is at putt putt, right? And yeah. if you're going to try to teach someone to play golf, you start off teaching them to hit a nine iron, or, you know, hitting the short shots and putting and chipping and all that. Is a, is a way for someone to have some success early in learning how to play golf. Not that I've ever had success or learned how to play golf, but that I know that's true. <laughs> yeah. So I was preaching one day, and, and, I, and I don't know it, where I came up with this idea or read it or what. Or, I mean, I'm sure it's not original. I don't have original thoughts. But uh, <laughs> I, do, I really don't. I, don't, I, don't. I think everything I've ever thought, when I've Googled it, someone else has even thought of it. So remember I had a great idea? The, oh, it's when I was saying Christmas was about his presence, not his presence. And Melissa was like, that's so made up. I'm like, I came up with that. Totally, I did not. I heard it somewhere. He, he actually thought he made up that idea that Christmas is about I, yeah. his presence. Presence, not his presence. And not present. Which, I mean, that was a good. If I did, the only original thought I ever had was, is if you were going to go on a picnic, that you could make, instead of having a quilt that you put down to have the picnic on, you could have shorts that were made of quilt, and then you wouldn't have mm. to have a. That's a good idea, right? They but, call those Pentecostal dresses, don't they? No, no, no. I'm talking about. I'm talking about a short, shorts. They were quilt shorts for men, <laughs> and you would already have a quilt to sit on because you were wearing it. Jackson, we've talked about this on the podcast before. He can't let this idea go. But yeah. can you imagine any man saying, "Yeah, I want something that's going to add." 20 pounds to my rear end. Yeah, I'll take some of them quilt yeah. shorts. Quilt shorts. Quilt shorts. Anyway. Not yeah. a good idea. Anyway, after I saw them, I mean, I was wanting the, the shorts. I wanted them to actually have the batting on the inside of them like a true quilt. But then a, a while later, a few years later, after I had the idea of quilt shorts, then like Polo invented them. But they didn't have the batting, which made it a much better idea because that would be so hot to wear shorts made of a quilt. But anyway, I don't have any original... I, I don't have original ideas, but this idea I had was if you're, if you're going to start, if you're saying, hey, I want to surrender to Christ, I think it goes, you know, just dovetails into what you're saying. When, when someone decides they want to do that, don't try to do the hardest stuff first. Like pray to the Lord, hey, make right. me consistent and make me, make me someone who's constantly looking out for, for what you're doing around me. Where do I start? Hey, I would say a good place to start is go to church. You know, that's a, that's that's like a very short putt that you can make every single Sunday morning is just get up and go to worship. And you don't you know, you everywhere you are, there's churches. So you, there's always going to be a church on Sunday morning. You just go to it. Have a church family. Get involved in a, in a Sunday school class or a small group. Go to worship. Find a friend that you can have a spiritual that you when you talk with him, you have spiritual conversations with. These are all the little the little things that add up to, you know, a, a Christian life where it's saturated with the Word of God, you're praying with people, you're serving the Lord, even in small ways. This, you know, it, people just want to go from zero to 60 and being a disciple. And it takes, 
you know, it takes a, a lifetime to learn a lot of these things. When someone wants to learn the Bible, I think, okay, come sit in my class for five years, and you, maybe you'll learn something, you know. But it, it doesn't happen real quickly, and I think people get discouraged. And I, I've thought about that in my, you know, becoming a pastor, and I think about it especially leading music. What makes a good music leader in a church sometimes is just having been around for about 40 years and listening to all the songs. You know, I, you, I mean, I know all the songs, or a lot of them. So you just have to learn. You have to be a learner and, and just keep learning, keep and, uh, uh, doing the, you know, the consistent things, and then God will use you, you know, as you, as you you're going to start to think God's thoughts that he's given us in his word. You're going to start talking mm-hmm. in Bible. And then, you know, does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that we, at, at some point, we have to learn to accept the fact that sanctification is a long process. Adelaide and I go to an art class with a lady from our church who's 84 years old. And it's so cool to go and be around her. She's such a unique and, and special lady. But Adelaide came home one day after spending an hour or two with this lady, and she said, you know, when I look at Miss Strader, I just, I'm nothing like her. You know, like she was saying that she should be on the same spiritual level as this 84-year-old saint, you know, Mm -hmm. at 12 years old. Yeah. And I think sometimes we think that's how it works, but it's a long and slow process. Yeah. And it's frustrating even for the for the guys who are discipling because you really you can really expect way too much out of people even when you're teaching them you can think that they're on a certain level when they're not even they don't know I was joking with somebody this week was I talking about in Sunday school I was teaching I was teaching a class uh, on a Wednesday night and I had said a bunch of whatever whatever was in the lesson that I was teaching and I looked down at this lady who was visiting and she said I don't understand a thing you're talking about <laughs> She said it out loud to me. And, you know, we, sometimes we have to back up and not, you know, think that people have all this knowledge and, and uh, you know, we don't realize where they are and that how far the Lord has brought us in our walk through times when we were not faithful and times when, you know, he, we just got to stick with people the way Christ does and be patient and be and realize, yeah, someone, you know, seems like sometimes people disappear for Two or three months, you know, or maybe they disappear for two or three years and then they show back up, you know, and you just got to let God do what he's going to do. Encourage them when you see them. And but, you know, uh, don't try to you, you, you can't make some, you know, you can't call someone else to be a disciple. I mean, it's something God's got to do. But, you know, be sensitive to people, love them and don't just, you know, say, well, they need to get their act together because that's not, you know, it's too easy to be discouraged. But. Anyway, what are you typing about it's in there? The, uh, I'm sorry. I'm like moving over pictures dead <laughs> on my camera. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is not proper so what I, what I, what, Yeah, what I said was really important to you, wasn't it? No. Well, hey, we're, it we're, really good. we're about 35 minutes in. I think we're going to wrap it up. So, Jackson, any parting words? Well, I was just going to follow up with what you're saying with um, – uh, we have to, um, with the short putts and the idea of the short game, mm-hmm. um, we, yeah, we feel like we have to be 
um, a lot more over spiritual, especially the older we are in our yeah. faith, and we yeah. feel like we have to make up for lost time. Yeah, like God, I don't think God works that way, and I think yeah. God's watching for us to do that. And as we mature, we see that, like you're saying, we should extend grace to others who also are on God's time frame, not on ours. Yeah. And another thing I would say to people is, you know, get l- l- a big part of Christianity is relationships and people. And I guess it just kind of came to my mind when you said that is don't allow your Christian walk to become so self-centered, so uh, focused on yourself that a large part of spiritual growth is to stop thinking about yourself all the time and how everything affects you. Yeah. And to, and to be more sensitive to people in the room. That's one thing Melissa's really taught me is, you know, to go into a room and to really try to see all the different things that are going on in the room, the, the different things that you can be sensitive to, you know. And, and I think that's a good way to go through life because you're, it takes the focus off of you instead of saying, what is God trying to teach me through this? She's like, what do I need to do here? Is there someone hurting? Is there someone I need to talk to? Is there someone that needs to be paid attention to? So I think part of it, you know, that's, I think when you notice you're starting to really, you know, um, that's, that's Christ-likeness is to, is to put yeah. your own agenda uh, aside and, and be able to focus on other people and what, what, what's going on in their life. So I would say that's, that's a, you know, I'd encourage that just to maybe take the focus off yourself. Cause if people always come in and, well, I'm this, I'm that, I've got to do this or, well, you know, it's hard, it's hard to it's hard to disciple someone like that. So that's, you know, that's, that's a, another trait I would say of a believer is that they're others, other, other hey, centered instead of self-centered. Hey, what was that concert we went to once Melissa and Chad, where there were kids there. And I just remember Melissa focusing on this kid. And then after later on we talked and she, you told me you were praying for him. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. I think I was too. <laughs> I know, we, we both noticed something about him, but what was it? Where was that at? Do you remember that? Um, could that have been at our school chapel whenever you came to Nashville to visit us and you came to a chapel at the school where we taught? It was like a night event. It wasn't, huh. it wasn't a rock concert. It was Maybe it was like an Everman concert or something. Oh, okay. That was another friend's band, Everman, and they actually did get a record deal. I don't know. I don't remember. But you just, uh, yeah, you just uh, reminded me, Chad, how your wife is really good at that, and that's really important to have that um, that lens. Jackson, she makes me laugh. <laughs> she does. But you noticed Jackson got in there that he also was really spiritual <laughs> at that moment. Like, yeah, yeah, I was too. <laughs> Melissa, I was me totally, too. We me were too. both in tune with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> That's What's, right. And I'm, right. And like, I'm over Not there. Chad. Chad's over there eating nachos or something, right? So, you know. Jackson, was that. Chad the, was fiddling with the audio. Yeah. Was that the trip whenever you uh, passed out on our front porch? <laughs> That's mm. a great story. Do you remember that? So we had gone, you'd come I up to, you'd that. come up to Nashville and the <laughs> night before you left or maybe, or, or I guess maybe, I don't know if it, you were leaving. Oh, it was church the next day. So Sunday. It was church, Sunday. Yep. Yeah, it was Sunday mm-hmm. that was going on. We were about to go to church. And so that Saturday night, we had gone over to this restaurant in the east part of Nashville, southeast part of Nashville. Do you remember the name of that restaurant? It was on Nolansville. Remember that? It was, a, it was a, like a Mexican restaurant on Nolansville Pike. And I mean, it was 
it was authentico, right? Yeah, they had yeah. pig pig heads under yeah. the authentico mm. under the glass. And so Jackson decides to order like you know one. Of, there's there's you know I know a lot of you guys listening in all 49 states and uh, all all of the lower 48. I know that there's some of you that don't know me- what Mexican food is, but like there's Tex-Mex food, and then there's there's Mexican food. And so at a lot of places, you know, you have your standard fare. You get a taco, you get a burrito, you get an enchilada, stuff that we all know. And that's it's a, got a lot of cheese on yeah, it. Yeah, cheese and beans and some and some uh, some uh, grilled chicken Queso. or something. Queso. And then there's the kind of Mexican food that Jackson likes to order when he goes to Mexican restaurants, which is like the dangerous stuff that you got to stay away with, uh, stay away from. Because it will poison yeah. you. Because it's got all the warnings. People who eat raw food and shellfish and this and that. Well, you know, so Jackson decides to be brave, and it was some kind of a menudo or soup, right? Like mm-hmm. some kind of it was like pork stew. Yeah, some something, mm-hmm. something that was really bad. And so you enjoyed your mm-hmm. meal, and you went, and then the next day you were getting delicious. You were getting ready. <laughs> you were getting ready for church. You went out to sit on our front porch to pray or read your Bible or something. And uh, Melissa, get fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> It's a fresh air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. After all these years, you can tell us I just actually had gas. I wasn't trying to be spiritual, but it, so then, so then I had to go like go to church early or something because I, I think I was the youth minister. And then Melissa says that you came into the house and your your head was bleeding. Is that what the story yeah, was? Yeah, you had a big scratch. No. By your, yeah, you had yeah. a big scratch by your eye because you had passed <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. You had passed out on the front porch. It fell off the porch onto the ground. And you hit your head yeah. on the stairs going down. And then you and me got in the car to drive to the urgent care place, and we were both really uh, freaking out. And then on the way there, we were talking about how much it was going to cost, and we both backed out, uh, and we turned around and went back home. <laughs> yeah, we went to church, and then for lunch, we had catfish. You had catfish, Chad, and I had crackers and water. <laughs> <laughs> for, for some reason, we're like kayaking in Nashville that oh, day. Oh yeah, yeah, we went, we went to yeah. the, we went, uh, canoeing. Yeah. Oh yeah, canoeing. That was a wonderful canoeing trip, but I don't know if I actually paddled. <laughs> you were too weak. <laughs> sick. We yeah. were like, he'll be okay. He does it all the time. He eats that crazy food, and gets yeah. sick. Passes <laughs> that. What's the problem? Yeah. That, that was, was a great story. Yeah. Do you remember whenever uh, I used to go to your house, Jackson, and your mom had just cooked all this meat, and you called it mama food? Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I had that some was... mama food last night. Really? Yeah. She, she would make, like, little bits of... Delicious fish. It was, like, little bits of meat that were in little bowls. It was so good. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 She had some of that last night as well. Mama food. Anyway. Nothing beats mama food. Nothing beats mama's food, does it? I, you know, my mama's food was King Ranch Casserole. Y'all ever had that? <laughs> You've had it, right, yes. Melissa? Yeah, but she calls it hot chicken. Yeah, I call I don't I called it hot chicken growing up, but it's King Ranch casserole. You ever had it, Jackson? It's I like, think I have had it there. Yeah, yeah, it's like a real white thing to eat, but anyway. It seems a little too normal for Jackson. Yeah, I know. To eat. He's like, Yeah, you can't even you can't even get indigestion from that. <laughs> Much less food poisoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That won't even give me the rugs. Am I I, going to pass out the next day? I'm not going to eat it. Every time we see a a restaurant that looks really shady, we think Jackson would love that place. That's Jackson's kind of place. It's true. It's true. I I am a food adventurer. Which Jackson's taking me. Jackson's taking me some Korean barbecue places that were very good. I will say that he's got excellent taste in food. Maybe 
Yeah. Maybe it's not the cleanest restaurants, but very good food. You know. I've got another place for you next time you're in town. Now, tell, is this that crazy buffet you told me about? Do you remember that? Um, you yeah, told me about some buffet where buffet. You, you couldn't stay for very long or something like that? Yeah. It's two hours, and they kick you out with knives and Chinese stars. So you could eat for a full two hours. That's a long yeah. time. That's a long it's, time. It's still not enough. I don't know why. It just really isn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're kicking the food. You're kicking like four meals, basically. Oh, wait, what you have eating? to cook your own food? They bring you the, the uh, ingredients and the meats and the vegetables, what? and you grill it there what? live. What? Why it's would you do fun. that? You grill it yourself? You can, go to, you can go to Golden Corral, yes. and they'll make it for you. <laughs> I don't know. That's Rest my case. It's, it's an experience. It's an experience. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So, like, you got two hours to cook all your you own food, out? and then we make you leave. Yeah, could you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, could you pass out from Golden Corral? I bet some Not people really. have. I bet there have been some. That Golden Corral, they <laughs> don't even wash their hands. Trust me. <laughs> I've seen those people. <laughs> but I still love I don't care. I love it. <laughs> Love that place, yep. Golden Corral. Melissa will never eat there, but I got Sawyer to go with me, and he thought it was the greatest thing he'd ever seen in his life. He could not believe he ate steak, he tried shrimp. He, I mean, he was tearing up the buffet. I was proud of him. You know what I say? I say I'm almost forty years old. I don't ever have to eat at Golden Corral again in my life. <laughs> yeah. hey, but you, have you ever had rib crib? Do they have that up there? I have. Yeah, I've all, had it in Tulsa. All you have all you can eat ribs. Our men's group's gonna go for all you can eat rib night. That's good ministry. I would say that's one of those things right. you need to do if you wanna grow. <laughs> if you wanna grow if you, wanna, just, if you wanna grow your pants size. Yeah, generally if you want to go from thirty four to thirty six waist. <laughs> all you can eat ribs will do it. Hey, we really do gotta wrap it up though. Right, Jackson, say goodbye to all yeah. the people. Hey, thanks for coming on, Jackson. Thanks for letting me be here. Yeah. You guys have a good night. It's been good. And Melissa, any parting words for yeah. 30th podcast? Hey, y'all, if you've been listening for this whole year, man, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Leave a comment <laughs> if you've actually listened to all 30 podcasts. Even our mothers haven't done that, I don't think. I bet my mom's listened to all of them. Yeah, shouldn't you, shouldn't you give away some kind of reward or some kind of prize if they do that? Uh, yeah, if, you, if you've listened to all 30 podcasts, we're going to make a special podcast just for you. A, per, a personalized podcast? No, well, we'll do a shout out. We'll if you if you've listened to all thirty podcasts, Jackson is going to send you a really good prize. <laughs> Try a dancing video. <laughs> That's your prize, guys. So make sure you check the links to watch Jackson's dancing video. It will be the best thing you've seen on the internet this year so have a uh so f- uh for the 30th po- podcast although that's not even like really a milestone <laughs> yes it is we're gonna celebrate every 10 what are we gonna do when you're 30 you're really a grown-up that's true okay you're right so thanks for listening thanks guys we love y'all we'll see you later bye